Welcome back, everybody, to the Game Chat Podcast. It is Monday, September 13th, 10 o'clock Mountain Time. We are literally just starting to record this right after the craziest Monday night football game I've ever seen in my entire life. That was a roller coaster of emotions. Um, but we are here in the shed doing a podcast, recapping week one. We're giving our overreactions. We're going to recap every game. Let's start with this Monday night game. Eli is moving fireplaces around. I don't know what Eli's doing over there, but... Making yourself comfortable. Making yourself comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's start with this Raiders-Ravens um, game. We all took the Ravens, mm-hmm. minus four and a half, all lost that bet. So we'll give our picks, our record for the picks later. But, Brandon, you were on, you were like, something's going to happen in this game because it's the Raiders opening night. Did you expect this to happen? I did not expect this to happen. No. I thought the Raiders would be in this game. Obviously, I took the Baltimore money or Baltimore minus four and a half in this one. Um, but there's just something about the Raiders opening up Allegiant Stadium with all these crazy Vegas fans, and it really just stems from what they did last year to the Saints. I think it was week two. Saints are always one of the best rosters in the NFL, and they come into Allegiant Stadium with no fans, but still. Raiders home opener at Allegiant, and the Raiders just come out and win that game. And it's just I don't know. It had the same kind of feeling leading up to this week, and Everybody's pretty hyped about the Ravens, and I just thought that the Raiders actually had a chance in this game, especially with all the injuries to the Ravens this week. So, Yeah. I it, To me, this game was more that the Rave, Ravens looked bad rather than the Raiders looked good because the Raiders did not look good to me in this game, um, especially Carr. Like, in the first half, at least, Carr did not look great. But I expected more out of the Ravens, so that surprised me that they were not able to just run away with this game. I think, Matthew, you said on the couch, you are like, the Ravens are letting the Raiders in this. They're letting the Raiders win this game, and the Raiders were like, "Nah!" Until the end of the game, and even at the end of the game, they tried to give up the game. So yeah, the first half it was, you know, Ravens were just not doing enough offensively, where you know the Raiders were just stalling every drive, and I was like, "Man, you need to capitalize now and get that big lead, otherwise you're going to be in a position in the fourth quarter where you know it's going to be a one score game, and that's what happened." And I think the Ravens. It's, you know, all the injuries they've had have kind of caught up to them with the inexperience factor, and I think their running game especially. I mean, you're talking about Lat Murray getting 10 carries, and Lat Murray's not J.K. Dobbins. Tyson Williams looks really good, but it's his first NFL game. Mm -hmm. So it's, I mean, that's really tough for a run-first team that, you know, I don't think they have their passing game quite figured out enough. Um, But, you know, Sammy Watkins made some plays here and there, but... I don't know. They just didn't. Obviously, they lost the game. They just didn't really impress any of us, you know, for being a team that we all thought could potentially be an AFC championship team. For sure. For the for Raiders' sure. side of the ball, I mean, I thought the defensive line showed up. Defensive line was tough for his life. Um, but for the Raiders, I mean, we've seen this. They come out and win these big games, and then over the course of the year, they just get really mediocre. And I think that stems from things like Darren Waller getting 20 targets. Like, yeah. at some point, defenses are going to literally throw their whole defense at Darren Waller and make Derek Carr do something else, and that's when they stalled out. So sure. I think for the Raiders going forward, they need to find a way to still use Waller but create more weapons to where they can kind of pull some of that defense off of Waller because there's 20 targets to one guy should not be the game plan every week because it's at some point it's just going to get stopped. Brian Edwards yes. might yes. be that guy. Yeah. He yeah. might be that guy. Hopefully they realize that because yeah. that was definitely clear at the end of the game. Um, one more quick note on this game. We watched pretty much the entire second half. The, the entire second half and overtime on ESPN2 with Peyton Manning and Eli Manning. I thought that was incredible. 
Um, it was a little choppy when they had interviews. We were kind of laughing every time they'd go to commercial, and they'd have to be like, oh, oh, hold that thought, hold that thought, hold that But especially with Russ in there at the end, it was really cool hearing them break down plays and stuff. And, yeah, I thought it was really good. I kind of hope they keep doing that. I don't know what their plan is, but... I think it's an every Monday night, Monday night thing. Awesome. And I think you were talking about last podcast. It's like, for some reason, it's like these people want to keep the more inside stuff, like, secret in the NFL. But it's things like this where a lot of these fans get to see more of the inside track of, like, what these quarterbacks are thinking pre-snap, what they're thinking during the play, and it's really cool to see, I think, for an everyday fan. Yeah. To see, like, Peyton mm-hmm. Manning's mind go through all the game, like, the game plan. Mm-hmm. The game plan. Totally agree. Props to ESPN. I don't, we don't give ESPN a lot of props. I feel like they get a lot of crap more than props. It was and the booger. Ever since the booger. Yeah, for yeah, sure, for ESPN. sure. But no, props right. to them for thinking outside the box and trying something with this, because I, I found it really entertaining, yeah. so. All right, let's dive into the weekly recaps. We're going to, I think <laughs> what we're going to do is just give our personal I here's what we do boys if you have an overreaction if you have a take spit it out well after the person so we're going to rotate recapping these games we'll go fairly quickly but if you have an overreaction spit it out and the rest of us will say is that an overreaction or is that not okay and it can be we could have no overreactions for one game or we could have 10 for one game let's just see how it goes and then after that we'll kind of give all right we'll tell you guys how our picks went um we'll do our power rankings at the at next show on thursday and then yeah surprises disappointments maybe and yeah all right let's start with the 49ers and the seahawks um brandon 49ers uh this 49er game was all over the place it really was um lions coming and we all knew that they probably weren't gonna be the best team one of the worst teams in the nfl funny to be straight truth about it um and we thought the niners would come in and win this game um, but it kind of got a little flopsided at the end. The Niners were up 41-17 at the two-minute warning in the fourth quarter. Um, Jason Verrett goes down, uh, finds out today towards ACL. Mm. Kind of took an emotional toll on the team, and it just looked like everybody checked out for the last two minutes, and here come the Lions. They score, get an onside kick, they score again. Um, then we turn, we turn the ball over and downs, and then here comes Jared Goff, got a chance to go tie the game. Um, and when it came down to it, the Niners defense stepped up, was able to stop them. So they end up winning by eight points, but I mean it's just another big injury for the Niners, and corner is definitely one of the spots where we're probably weaker on the team, and it's just it's a tough break, and uh, I really do think that it took a huge toll on this whole team in that last two minutes. You could tell it just the play went down, and it's just it's hard to get over that, but the, they were able to rally at the end, and they got they pulled the win out. Moster also goes down. I can't remember. He's he got a down. cartilage chip in his knees out eight weeks. Yeah, that's gonna be tough. Sermon was a scratch, I believe a health. Was he a healthy scratch? Yeah. yeah, so he'll be active for sure next week. Shannon said he just wasn't one of the best running backs on our roster. Yeah, that's tough know. when you have a Yikes. draft a running back. I, yeah. Seahawks know exactly how that feels. But um, um, Elijah Mitchell, the guy we drafted in, I think, eighth round, or fifth round, sixth round, something like that, um, came out, rushed for 100 yards, had a touchdown, so he was one bright spot. But Yeah, if you're listening, I mean, it's going to be Tuesday <laughs> when we put this podcast out, so waivers for fantasy football, Elijah Mitchell is probably going to be the number one guy in I would assume most leagues, yeah. um, especially our dynasty. I'm really interested to see how much he goes for in our dynasty league because Brandon dropped him the other day. Yep. And dynasty, you keep these guys forever. So, yeah, it could be a lot of fab spent on Elijah Mitchell. Um, I kind of have an overreaction for this game. Not on the nice side. I'm going to go Lions side on this one. Their passing game – actually, I'm just going to say their offense is not going to be as bad as we thought. Is that an overreaction or not? I was seeing the same thing, so I'm right there with you. I was – I was singing the same thing, and I was also seeing us five weeks from now saying, remember when we thought the Lions weren't that bad, <laughs> and then they don't score more than ten points ever again? Yeah. But, but no, I do. 
I want to say that I think they're better than we thought they were, like, offense at least. Um, I'm going to go that it is an overreaction. It um, is or isn't, sorry? Is. It is. It is an overreaction. Um, just to go back to what I said, it was 41-17 with two yeah. minutes left in the game, and I said the Niners took a hit with that injury. It just You could tell the game for the Niners just totally slowed down, and Goff was able to get that garbage time, two touchdowns in there and everything. So um, before the two-minute warning, they, they put up 17 points, though. Yep. Um, but Swift is – I think Swift is their – their X factor. I don't think it's going to be yeah. the passing game this year. So that's why I also don't really mind Jamal Williams. As a, I, I think he's a good second running back. And then like, if you think about it, Terrell like is that Terrell 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 um, Tyrell Williams. Williams. Um, Amara St. Brown and T.J. Hawkinson are not like th- that's not bad for three weapons. No. So and Goff isn't a horrible quarterback. Like, no. Yeah, they no. Rams moved off of him, but he's competent. Um, that's just why I don't think their offense is going to be horrible. And I think. I don't know. I'm I picked Goff in our dynasty league. Not that anyone cares, but I'm like not horribly mad at that pick now because I'm like they're probably gonna be playing from behind in a lot of these games. Yeah. So I don't think he's gonna have whatever. Yeah, four touchdowns every week. But it's like what Stafford was. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they're kind of could be like the Falcons of old as far as like their defense is horrible. They find themselves in a lot of games and just lose yeah, a lot yeah. of games because they're just not good enough. But their offense is good enough to compete in their division. Yeah, 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 for sure their division. We'll get to that later. Uh, Seahawks Colts. Seahawks win twenty eight to sixteen. Very good win for the Seahawks. Me and Matthew were talking last night about how happy we were, especially with the offensive side of the ball. It just seemed like we were a lot more creative on offense. Um, Matthew, what'd you say? Darius Leonard had a quote saying uh, the Seahawks just had every answer for cover two defense, which is really good to hear because I feel like that's something that the Seahawks have struggled with recently. Uh, defense looked good for the Seahawks too. Um, I mean, yeah, I, the, the only caveat, I guess, to that with the defense looking so good is like there was the weapons for Indianapolis we knew weren't good. So that's kind of where I'm like, oh, let's hold our phone, like hold the phone here. It's like Pascal and Pittman that were our corners are guarding. So, mm-hmm. um, but man, yeah, Blockett and Metcalf both look picked up right where they left off last season. Um, and yeah, I guess the only part of the offensive line or the offense that I'm worried about is like we've seen this before with Russ, where he just goes off in the first half. And I don't think he's people are really talking about him very much because it's happened the past three or four years. Mm. Um, and then our defensive line, I guess I should mention that our defensive line looked very, very good against a Colts O line who's regarded as a top O line in the league. So that was definitely a bright spot. Daryl Taylor, um, our draft pick last year, who was hurt all season, had a great game. So, yeah, that's good all the way around. Um, anything to add? Anybody? Uh, I really like, I think, 40% of their uh, passes were play action. Yes. And I really like that. If you know, if Carson's getting 16 carries, 91 yards, that's a really good recipe. And Gerald Everett's a big part of that. Yes. And he sure. had a really good game. So, <laughs> the more they can contribute that into it and hopefully stay healthy on the defensive side because they have a lot of really young players and if they can really that's been their bugaboo the last two years is the injury after injury after injury same as the Niners but mm-hmm. Niners are worse uh, but I yeah they gotta stay healthy but Colts wise Carson Wentz I mean when when the pocket breaks down yeah he looks really bad like there's some quarterbacks that when things start to break down, they can stay pretty even keel. Carson Wentz is not that guy, and he needs that O line to be a lot better for him to be uh, what they expect him to be. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah, I think 
because I, I was I was on the train where like if the Colts just get any quarterback like they're gonna be in really good shape because they have a great defense, good O line, whatever. But like their O line, O line needs to play excellent for Carson Wentz to have like a good game. Yeah, I think we definitely a lot. I think we all underestimated that. Yeah. Like mm. we like, just I was, kind I of was expecting a lot more out of him. But like Carson right. Carson Wentz isn't like a he's he's not like a insane playmaker. Like mm. I think he's a I think he's a pretty decent quarterback. But yeah, like he just. If he's under duress, like he has no idea what to do. But like mm-hmm. for the fact that their O line needs to have like an amazing game, like the O line needs to be just a brick wall for him to have like a good game. Yeah, and that's how the Eagles were when they were right. playing so well. The O line was amazing. Yeah, Brandon mentioned it on Sunday. Like their mm-hmm. O line was that year was mm-hmm. unbelievable. That when they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I guess maybe we didn't. I don't know. I, that happened last year in Philly where Carson was just like making like throwing balls. Where you're just like, what are you doing? And we were kind of like, oh, no, now he's going to a good O-line. That's not going to happen. <clears throat> Man, the AFC South looks like a, a absolute <laughs> shit show. It is unbelievable. I'm going to get to that in a second because I have kind of a take. Actually, I'm just going to say it right now. Go for it. Overreaction or not, Colts win this division easily. I don't know about easily, but I don't know. Titans look bad. <laughs> but the Titans are so talented, it's really hard for me to believe. Defensively, they're going to suck. <laughs> Offensively, it, it I, it's hard. It's hard to believe that since Tannehill and that offense is proven, yes, that they won't find a way to figure it out. But I don't know. They look bad, but it's only out from here. <laughs> I think the I think the Titans will have some excellent games and some just terrible games like the one we just saw. But I feel like the Colts will be in pretty much every game that they're in. Yeah, they even started to kind of climb back into this game. Yeah, so never out of it. I do. Does any team, maybe not the Colts win this division easily, but do you guys think any team in the AFC South, which for those of you guys who don't know, Texans, Jaguars, Colts, Titans. (laughs) Does any of those four teams win 10 games? I'm all in on the Titans. I'm just. (laughs) (laughs) That run game, though. Come on, people, come back. No. Uh, Colts should win this division. But does any team win 10 games? No. I bet you 9 and 8 probably get you the win. Yeah. If they play like this. I could see see the Titans or the Colts turn it on. But the team that I would... 10 wins with 18 games? No, I'm going with it, yes. The winner will have 10 wins. The team that I could see turning it around would be the Titans. I feel like if the Colts win this division, they probably just play a lot of games like this, but they play worse teams that they can beat, and maybe they run the ball better. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like the Colts or Titans, one of them should be able to beat up and get three or four wins out of the Texans and Jaguars. Yeah, you would hope, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. That's true. That's a good point. Okay, so the next game on the docket here is Eagles and Falcons. And as the uh, the biggest Eagle hater in this podcast, <laughs> this was a surprising game to me, for sure. 32-6. to six. The way Surprising to everyone. Yeah. The way it started the first quarter, the Falcons actually looked pretty good. We were all like, ooh, Arthur Smith, maybe he was the key X factor to the Titans. <laughs> we're such and idiots. Then, <laughs> they both, immediately when that was said, they both just took a nosedive. <laughs> and I mean, with the Eagles, Jalen Hurts looked really good. He looked uh, yeah, in control. Really uh, good. Really made good decisions, wasn't risking anything, uh, did exactly what they needed from him. Uh, run game looked good. All three of their running backs, and I guess all two of their running backs in Jalen Hurts, uh, ran the ball really well. Uh, Devontae Smith had a little coming out party with the touchdown there, and they just kind of were, I don't know, they just dominated them from that middle of the first quarter. 
and the Falcons' offense just fell apart. I mean, it's all Calvin Ridley uh, with a mix-in of Kyle Pitts, but that's about it. Like, Mike Davis had no... I mean, he was 15 for 49, uh, and I think half of that came in the first quarter. Is all I remember is one to two-yard gains, and they were just 39 they every looked time. They looked yeah, vanilla. Yeah, very vanilla, and with Arthur Smith, you have to be able to run the ball. For sure. I don't think that he's reinvented the wheel to where they're running four or five wide and just throwing the ball down the field like they need to with their weapons down the field versus Mike Davis. But I just domination of a game of the Eagles. That's all yeah. I have for that. I mean, these stat lines. Calvin Ridley, 5 for 51, the leading receiver. Jeez. The next wide receiver with a catch, I think, is Cordell Patterson, who's a slash running back with two receptions. Russell Gage, 0 for 0. Like, oh, my god, That can't happen. No. Like you, It can't be that bad. And, I mean, Cordell's their leading rusher. Like, Ugh. Yeah, that's brutal. horrible. It's just, it, yeah, Arthur Smith, you got to, something's got to. Yeah, something's got to get better. Hey, this is this is really looking like it's Matt Ryan's last ride with with Atlanta before they blow this thing up. We talked about this all off season, like how much trouble the Falcons are in, just like looking forward in this organization. Um, I don't know. This is just not a great start for the Arthur Smith era. Eagles have Niners in Philadelphia next weekend. So that is going to be it. We'll that turn it. is going yeah. to like. Yeah. That'll tell us a lot. Yeah. It, Looks Could like be deceiving a, too. Yeah, looked like an easy matchup for the Niners. Now it gets a little more interesting if just because of how well the Eagles played, I think at least. Yeah. Matt Ryan QBR of seventeen. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's horrible. Did we buy his stock? No, we no. didn't. No. We, we, no we, we crossed it out. We crossed it out. Went, so. <laughs> that is Damn true. It. <laughs> 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 hey, yeah. hey, we said we wouldn't look at that until after. First week overreactions right there. For real. All right, Eli. Uh, any more? Any overreactions? Anything? I think we kind of covered it. Yeah. Hurts is a top ten quarter right now. I'm just <laughs> All right, Eli. Slip it in there. I gave Eli this one on purpose. Yeah, I know. Steelers Bills. <laughs> the sadness. Yeah, disappointing game yeah, for um, Bills fans and Josh Allen fans all over the globe. Uh, the Steelers to start out their defense. Yeah. I want to say they're back, but I feel like I don't think they ever left. No, so you're right. That's a great point. And, <laughs> and it's just, there. but it, it's mm-hmm. not even, so, so TJ had three tackles and two sacks. Uh, and then he, like, Mika Fitzpatrick and Devin Bush each had six tackles and four assists. I'm assuming that's like half a tackle, basically. TJ Watt didn't practice till like Thursday or Friday too. Yeah, mind you, this people he yeah. just signed a contract, didn't practice all well, off camp anything. Like, what, I, what, I was, anything. what I was thinking when I was looking at the stats is I was like, TJ Watt must have had a crazy game. Like he just he's proven to the Steelers like, hey, thanks for making me the most, the highest paid defensive player. Like let me show you what eighty I can million do. guaranteed. Yeah. yeah, and but like their defense is just so solid all yeah. the way around. Uh, the Bills just didn't look like they had an answer. Um, I will say their run game had a little bit of promise, especially against such a tough defense. Also because their bar for how good their running game was pretty low. <laughs> we saw one breakaway run, we're like, what is that? Wait, whoa. Yeah, Devin Singletary had 11 carries for 72 yards. That's pretty good. Which, yeah, for, for the Bills. Singletary and the Bills is excellent. Um, Matt Breedy got in there, four carries for four yards. Zach Moss, <laughs> healthy scratch. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. interesting note. Yeah, so, for the Bills, I'm worried that Everyone was just way too high on the Bills. This they were a really trendy Super Bowl pick. Josh Allen, a very trendy MVP pick. Like if you listen to any podcast that had any type of award show, because that's a pretty basic NFL podcast thing to do. 
that was very, very popular. And I'm a little worried that maybe Josh isn't, I don't think Josh will be bad, but I'm worried he doesn't take the next step like people are projecting and the Bills don't take that next step. I mean, I think we kind of forget too that they were not close in that AFC championship game against the Chiefs. Like the Chiefs dominated them. So I don't know. I mean, I guess, yeah, it is week one for sure. I don't like, but I'm kind of trying to look at this game and be like, are the Bills like, I don't know. Do you guys think they're in trouble? Like, are there? Are, is the gap between the Chiefs and the rest of the AFC bigger than we thought? Well, it, it's tough. They so they only it was twenty three to sixteen. They only lost by seven. They also they had a blocked punt. The Steelers. Um, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, the Steelers blocked the punt and got a touchdown. The Bills give up one touchdown. No, it's that not, and it's not. But the but the Steelers' offense is awful. Oh, they're terrible. No, that they're, that yeah, doesn't terrible. change. Yeah, but it's it's just the fact of how. I mean, we, we this game. It's, it's how dynamic the Bills' passing game is supposed to be and how bad it looked. And I know yeah. it is the Steelers, but... Last year, like, yeah, you're right. Their passing game carried them through games like this. Even if it's... Even last year, even if it was a good defense. It exactly, didn't exactly. They did it, and they got it. Like, Josh Downs could not be stopped. And, yeah, we saw it. We saw it today, or yesterday. Steelers' defense dominated them. Yeah. You can't just say... You can't just say um, it's the Steelers' defense... We, the, the passing game isn't supposed to, like, yeah. oh, oh well, the passing game didn't have a good day. Well, it's the, it's the Steelers. Like, if the Bills' passing game, if Josh Allen is the MVP, if the Bills' passing game is that good, they should not have that bad of a day against even a, the, one of the best defenses in the NFL. Josh Allen was 30 for 51. He had 51 yeah, I mean, that's, he yeah. Saw, he saw 270 yards, a touchdown, and no interceptions, but... They did not a, look. The stats can be very misleading. Yeah. Then. They there was a lot of good. drops, and there was a lot of there was, throws, too. For sure. Yeah. But um, but no, it's just it's just a fact that the Bills like their success is very one dimensional. Like yeah. it was very much the passing game, even though the, the running game showed a little bit of promise today. But like for a, a defense like the Steelers, yeah, you know, for them to just focus and to like just don't let just don't let them target digs like every other play. Right, and I, and I feel like our point all offseason was well, if this team gets a run defense, and then they can compete with the Chiefs. They got the run game. Like, it's 80 yards rushing is more than yeah. probably they got all last year. Yeah. They also got 44 from Josh Allen and more from Brito. So, yeah. I mean, they got the run game, and, they, like, and then the passing game doesn't yeah. work out. Like, we, that was the key all offseason for the Bills. And yeah. They got it, and it didn't work it, out. So. It, just, it just seems rough. Yeah. yeah. Like, it seems yeah. like they can't have both. Yeah. But. Matthew, I'm curious to see. You were high on Najee. The, the, it just, it looks, a, this offense looks so similar to what it did last season. Yeah. I mean, I'm worried that. It's going to be, fantasy-wise, like a lot, a better James Conner. Yeah. And James Conner would put up these sort of stat lines where you're very touchdown-dependent. Uh, I think that hopefully there are brighter days ahead for this offense, but with Big Ben back there, I just that passing game has to get going for him to have room to run. Because I think right now the game plan is just let's shut down the run game, let's make Big Ben and that yeah. wide receiver you know trio beat us down the field. Yeah. And Big Ben just isn't really doesn't seem to be able to consistently make those throws more than twenty yards down the field. Like you I, know, he's a better Drew Brees, but he still has that kind of like I don't really trust you that you're going to throw the ball yeah. fifty yards down the field and beat us yeah. time after time. I think I saw something where he didn't throw. I think he threw twice over seven yards down the field. Yeah, like that. it's it's I think Juju's average route run is a three yards. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's literally the same thing we saw last year. They just have a better running back and a three rookies on their own line. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, it's it's really. I'm glad we're all in agreement of how we feel about Big Ben because it's really hard to watch. And we all, I mean, whenever we watch the Steelers on Red Zone, it's like we all just cringe. You like in unison. 
like how bad it is to watch that. He's offense. holding them back. For I mean, sure. it's just it is yeah. what it is, I and mean, I sure. the Steelers would probably never admit it, but yeah. it is what it is. Who do I got here? Okay, I got Bengals and Vikings. What a game this was! Yeah, too. Oh my goodness. goodness. I mean, I mean, just drawing back from what we were talking about with the Bengals, kind of recently in the offseason stuff, and we were wondering how Joe Burrow would come out. Um, coming off that ACL horrific injury, um, but Joe Mixon showed up, and uh, that was kind of the missing element to this offense. I mean, Joe Mixon is a guy. I mean, just strictly fantasy wise, he kind of just put up these games where it's just like he's. We can see he's so talented, but just never got it done. But twenty nine carries for one hundred and twenty seven yards and a touchdown. Joe Burrow comes out more efficient, twenty for twenty seven, two sixty one and two touchdowns. And the other side of the ball, Kirk Cousins. I mean, 36 of 49 for 351-2. Dalvin, 20 for only 61 yards and a touchdown. That was the key, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Stopping the Vikings is is get Dalvin and do not let him get outside. Do not let him get those big runs going. And that's what the Bengals' defense was able to do. Um, I think the biggest headline this game for the Bengals is the Jamar Chase. Five yeah, receptions, sure. 101 yards and a touchdown. After all the heat has been taken in the offseason, all the – all the reports that he's been dropping balls in camp and then the whole story about white lines and the football he can't get and all this all this crap. <laughs> Which is a great story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it is like it's it's just so funny how we can overreact so much to training camp and preseason reports for a guy who's like had one of the greatest college football seasons ever and it was like a top prospect for two years and we hear reports for three weeks in training camp and we're like this guy's a bust. He's a bust. I think Jamar Chase and Trey Sermon both are two of the biggest like beat writer wrong stories of the offseason. Yes. Like, and all you heard was that Trey Sermon was the number running back two and then healthy scratch. And right. Like, all you heard from beat writers is that he was number two, number two, number two, and then look at Jamar Chase come out here and does his thing, and him and Joe Burrow look like they're back at LSU. So, yeah, they look great. Yeah, Bengals got the win 27-24. I think it's kind of an upset. I don't know about you guys. How you guys big, big about upset. This one. I was, the, the stats are going to really say that Kirk played a good game. I mean, he threw for like 350. Yeah, 350. He played very, very bad. Um, like, like a little bit scary bad for the Vikings. Um, I was like, like he had a lot of yards, I think, because like you mentioned, Dalvin just could not get the running game going. But, man, there was like, I mean, they had the ball in overtime with a chance to win the game. And he, I don't know, I really think he limits their offense too. They have really good playmakers. Like, probably the running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, trio it does not get much better than what the vikings have and kirk is very limiting to them and if you just look at the stats if you didn't watch the game you're going to look at the stats you're going to see 350 yards passing every quarterback can throw for 350 yards in today's nfl and i don't know kirk really i i was just not impressed by them and i don't know the vikings seem like they're on a similar path to last year yeah. you you have to beat the bengals that this this is a this is that was a, a must win yeah, yeah this is a game you need to win especially when the packers lose the bears lose hmm. you gotta win yeah your entire yeah. division lost yeah i mean it's yeah it's yeah for sure i agree anything else on this game no sir no all right it was really good seeing burrow back healthy yeah. playing he looked good too he, yeah he, he looked yeah. like he was favoring that leg at all he looked like he was confident in that no way. i he's one of my favorite players to watch that that was good Vikings, um, Vikings don't have much pass rush, but the offensive line did look like they were protecting too. So that is a, yeah, a highlight. I mean, yeah, this is the and they're offensive. I mean, they ran the ball like yeah, you said very effectively. So all right, Cardinals beat the Titans thirty-eight to thirteen. This was a game that I thought was going to be very close. I thought they were two pretty evenly matched teams, borderline playoff teams. Um, man, Kyler Murray throws for four touchdowns. He did have one interception and also gets one on the ground. 
The Titans' offense, as we mentioned earlier, looked horrible. Derrick Henry, 17 carries for 58 yards. He just could not get going at all. Um, arguably the biggest story is that Chandler Jones has five sacks. Five sacks is unbelievable. He's back, he also, gentlemen. Did he have any forced fumbles? Two. Two forced fumbles. Yeah, he's yep. on pace for eighty-five sacks. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, he had a he had a crazy crazy good game. This was just it was all Cardinals. Um, yeah, I mean DeAndre Hopkins, two touchdowns as well. Kirk two touchdowns. Tristan Kirk has two touchdowns. Rondell Moore looked really good. Um, their running back duo, like they didn't have. They they rushed for a combined over a hundred yards. I think that's all the Cardinals really care about is if they can somehow use both of those two to combined to have a good running or a competent running game and they they did um yeah cardinal side they <laughs> what i took away from this game is the nfc west just got exponentially more scary yeah. um kyler is it, it, he does things on the football field that like not lamar can't do no like uh, he's on he's in the field of his own yeah i saw someone i think said today is like it the only other guy they've been able to see that do that is vic yeah, and, he doesn't and, like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kyler just that that play when he ran backwards twenty yards, then slipped and ran forward mm-hmm. ten yards and completed a twenty yard pass down the field when the, and no one touched him. Mm-hmm. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. I put them in the same group as the Raiders. I got to see it for all yes, the year, you know? yes, and that's where I'm at. And and I like I will say as a Niners fan, like after watching all the NFC West this weekend, I think the Niners are last and. I want to believe that Kyler can do it for a whole year, but I need to see it. I, I need to see yeah. it. Yeah, I think that's that might be an overreaction. Yeah, I think because I think for me, like you, I think you're right. I I think this was a great win for the Cardinals, but I need to see it for a whole because they've had they had games mm-hmm. like this last year where they would yeah. like, look insane and then somehow they miss the playoffs. I don't know. Yeah, for me, it's not Kyler. It's Cliff and the Fair OC. Enough. I I that's need to point. see them stick with what they're doing currently. Is last year they went away from that, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you're you're running QB draws on third and nine with Kyler. And he's a hurt ankle. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, what are you doing? So I mean, I think That's it's fair. more the coaching staff that I'm worried about. But I totally agree with you. It's also Kyler's health. I think we forget last year, like he was yeah. the number one quarter, like statistically was having one of the best seasons at the halfway point, and then he hurt his shoulder. And I think I saw that their offense was like second in scoring or something, maybe a second in yards through, like, week seven, and then he got hurt, and they were, like, 24th after that. So it's kind of needs to stay healthy. Matthew, you're totally right about their offensive line. Titans, we discussed them earlier, looked horrible. You have to assume that the receivers are just going to – I mean, A.J. Brown and Julio Jones combined for seven catches for for under 80 yards. That's horrible. Julio didn't look like Julio. No, No, That's a straight facts. I mean, anybody wants to say that. It's not him getting old, whatever you want to say. I mean, it's just, he did not look the same. No. So, that's, something's got to change there. You And you assume it does, just be, like, that That might be just a week one thing, that we look back on this in in uh, in week ten, and we're like, oh, well, it just took them a week to get used to each other. And Yeah, I don't, this is my problem with the Titans, and always has been. I just don't feel like the passing game can get it done. I feel like it all runs through Derrick Henry. When Derrick Henry goes, that play-action passing game is unreal. But when it doesn't go, it gets really ugly, and that's what we saw. Which mm-hmm. I think that proves that the Cardinals' defensive line, no matter how old they are, they're pretty damn good. So. Yeah, and J.J. Watt, too, We kind of that was a gloss-over transaction. And even if he's not putting up numbers, he's taking drawing attention. Yeah, for sure. yeah, he's taking out two blockers every play. All right, next game. All right, next game we got the football team against the Chargers. Um, the big story from this game is nine minutes to go in the second quarter, Ryan Fitzpatrick suffers a 
partial dislocation of his right hip and will be will be out at least six to eight weeks. Uh, and <laughs> that's for the football team, a breakout breakout potential team is now Taylor Heineke at QB again. And, you know, I think they I believe they asked Ron Rivera about Cam Newton and he kinda shut it down today. So I think they're rolling with <laughs> Heineke. Uh, as far as Terry McLaurin stock, uh, Terry McLaurin didn't get a target oh. through the first quarter with Fitzpatrick, but then got four with, go. but I mean, we're talking three quarters, yeah. but Heineke did target him. He only got four targets the entire game for four catches. So it's an interesting situation there. As far as this game is concerned, football team was up 16 yeah. to 13, uh, going into the fourth quarter. Um, and so you're, you're looking at that and it's. Uh, Keenan Allen yeah. is the, when you look at the Chargers, you're like Keenan <laughs> Allen is a the reason that offense won the game for the Chargers. They, you know, I I forget if Brandon or Jack or Eli was talking about uh, Keenan Allen was you know with Chase Young like hey if they do man you're losing this game <laughs> and then they go man and <laughs> Keenan Allen just dices up yeah you know, Washington football team defensive back. And they're winning the game. <laughs> Can we just like agree yeah. that he is absolutely so the most underrated receiver in the NFL every year? Yeah, every every, it's, year. it's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Waller and him, like it's third down. Put three people on him. Just do it. Like <laughs> a, a defense is. I don't understand what you're doing. Like Mike Williams. I don't know if you have the style line in front of you, Matthew. Mike mm-hmm. Williams had an amazing game. A for eighty-two. Yeah, he wow. had a good Total game. Targets. And do you have a touchdown or no? Yeah, one touchdown. Okay. Mike Williams had a great game, and and I think that's great for the Chargers offense, but. When it comes down to crunch time, it's Keenan Allen and Keenan Allen, and it's not going anywhere else. So defenses, just put three yeah. people on it. Like it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool to hear too when you when NFL receivers are asked. Like everyone is like, Keenan Allen is the best route runner in football. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, it's unbelievable. Sorry, man. Keep going. No, you're good. Uh, Antonio Gibson had two fumbles. One they lost. One they got back. That was big. But overall, he had a pretty good game. Twenty for ninety. Uh, they're feeding him. Uh, caught a few passes too. Five targets, but. Yeah, I mean, if it's Taylor Heineke, that's gonna really that's gonna put a lot of pressure on their defense because mm-hmm. you're you're looking at you know sixteen to twenty four point games, and I think he's good enough to win their division. To be honest, that's what they just did last year. But to go to that next level of being a team that can compete for a NFC championship, they're not there with Heineke. Mm-hmm. Luckily, Fitzpatrick will be hopefully back by week nine, week ten. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, but he is. Definitely better for this offense, I believe, even though it didn't really, you know, they put up three points when he was playing for a quarter. But, and, you know, for the Chargers, run game, okay. It wasn't, you know, what it is what it is. They won the game, but it's not like they, they, I feel like in my heart, if Fitzpatrick plays the entire game, the result might have been different. I agree. I well, think that they, I think they're pretty close. I don't think well, the Chargers are really quite to that level yet, but they're still super talented and they find a way to win. I will say, the, the part that impressed me about the Chargers is that this is a game that they lost last year. Right, exactly. So I, I was impressed with Staley and, I don't know, I guess maybe it's not even Staley, maybe it's just that the team is better, but yeah, this I feel like this is a game that they would have lost last year. And, um, mm. But no, you, I, I, I wonder if the football team is going to regret not going after a young quarterback this offseason. Because that was a big discussion point, kind of like we knew this. They they lost to the Bucks in a close playoff game last year with Heineke as their quarterback, yeah. and it was the same sort of situation where you're like, 
Well, exactly what you said, Matthew. Is like they're good enough to hang in these games. They're just not good enough to win those like playoff games. So it's like, and then they chose to go with the old guy, and mm. right now as week one, it looks like a backfire, and that's where it's like, man, are they going to regret not doing what the Bears did? Like, are they going to regret not trading up and going to get Fields to try to change their team? So they could have. I mean, they was there for the taking. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else on the football team Chargers? Her, it, it reminded me a lot of, and I didn't, it's funny because I've been comparing Herbert and Allen a lot this offseason. Like, I think I've been kind of lower on them. And may, I think I think I'm, I think they're both going to be fine. But they both played tough defenses and yeah, didn't look enough. like MVP caliber quarterbacks. Mm. So, Eli. All right. <clears throat> Jets Panthers. This was kind of an exciting game because we got to see a rookie quarterback that I think has a lot of mixed feelings about. We also got to see Sam Donald in a different team. And yeah, a lot of Sam Donald sock. Yes. <laughs> a lot. A lot. And I'm not – I've been pretty good about it. I'm not feeling terrible about it. Anyway, um, Zach Wilson kind of took – what do we – It's just Mitch Hanager hit a three-run home run. Oh, okay. Manners took the lead against the Red Sox. Come here. Uh, anyway – Zach Wilson didn't have a terrible game. I feel like it took a while for him to get going. He ended up 20 for 37 with 258 yards and two touchdowns. He did have an interception. Um, their run it was game, a bad interception, wasn't it? If I remember right. I can't remember. Who was it? He didn't have a great game, but... Who was it? Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Uh, I don't remember yet either. Okay, sorry. Anyway, I cut you off. But The run game was horrendous. Yes. Tevin Coleman, nine carries for 24 yards. Ty Johnson, four carries for 15. Michael Carter, four for six. Um, and that's, not just, that's just not going to do it. Corey Davis. Corey Davis looked great. <laughs> Corey Davis looked Their great. Their offense. <laughs> yeah. Five receptions for 97 yards and two touchdowns. That's sort of it, though. Braxton <laughs> Barrett had five receptions for 51 yards. I mean, this this was the night. This was uh, it was honestly kind of a nightmare that the run game was as bad as it is for the Jets because yeah. I think that's like kind of what they were worried about all off season. Was supposed to be the Niners' offense. That's yeah. right, and it's yeah. Ty um, Beckton goes down. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's eight tough. weeks. That's MCL actually sprain. probably the biggest concern. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, how long is it? Eight weeks. MCL sprain. Okay, at least it's not. He got good news. No, it's good say, news. That, that's good news for what. They, yeah. Um, from the from the Panther side, Donald was twenty four for thirty five, two hundred seventy nine yards and a touchdown. I bet that felt good. Yeah, yeah. it probably Especially felt very good for him. Yeah, against the Jets. <laughs> what was? Mc- yeah, list McCaffrey's stat line, please. Chris <laughs> McCaffrey's so on pace for another thousand thousand season. Twenty one carries for ninety eight yards, nine receptions for eighty nine yards. <laughs> He didn't get a touchdown somehow. Listen to this. He was the highest scoring fantasy running back on the week without and did not have a touchdown. The Thanks last yeah. the last time that's happened, Christian McCaffrey in twenty nineteen. Joe Mixon, hundred and thirty yards and a touchdown. Can't beat that. Yeah. He is insane. he is so good at football. It's unbelievable. He had okay, he had more receptions than like most receivers on a lot of these teams we've been Did any I mean how many receivers had more receptions than him this week? Did any did anyone have ten catches? I'm I mean, trying to. I'm trying to think. Of ten. Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool together at eight. <laughs> What's crazy <laughs> is that this he is has more. McCaffrey touched the ball five less times than Sam Darnold attempted a pass. He touched the ball thirty times and Sam Darnold attempted thirty five passes. It's crazy, man. Tyreek Hill at eleven. Amari Cooper at thirteen. Oh wow. 
Debo Samuel also had nine. Diggs had nine. Diggs had nine. I mean, so he's he's the he's, he's the tied for third leading receiver <laughs> yeah, in the NFL. Yeah, right now. he's a he's a top five receiver. I I think we I seriously think even though he's the number one pick in every fantasy draft that people don't like we still don't appreciate just how no. good he is at it football. Was, oh, I saw Dalvin get taken before him in one league. Really? Yeah. He. I mean. It, 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 the ball's going to him like ninety percent of the time, and he still does it. The crazy thing is, it's it's what one hundred and eighty-seven yards total. Like that's a quiet too, because they didn't get any touchdowns. Like we're watching, we're watching red zone, and then just like every time I'm like flipping through my matchups or whatever, it's just like, oh, McCaffrey has twenty points. Like yeah. that's weird. He just he's there. He moves their entire offense yeah. every time. Like anything their offense does, it's it's because of McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and so that's pretty much it. DJ Moore. It's, Six receptions for 80 yards. Anderson only had one oh. catch, but it was a 57-yard. Yeah. So, DJ Moore had that big catch, too, on, I think, a third down that like kind of iced the game, if I remember right. He's number two, by the way. Yeah, that was uh, weird. Very weird. Yeah. Um, but the Panthers, Panthers aren't looking terrible. Um, it was against the Jets, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was against the Jets. I thought they'd look better. You thought they had looked better? I thought they would look better Oh, going into the game. Yeah. I think they'll just, I mean, they'll always have Christian McCaffrey barn injury that'll that'll keep them in most games. Um, But, yeah. yeah. I got the next game. I got Jaguars and Texans. Probably one of the biggest lopsided games of the week for me. Yeah, what the heck? I mean, these are two teams we thought would be on the bottom of the NFL. And one of them kicked the crap out of the other, which makes no sense. But And not the team that we thought. Yep. So Texans with this nope. 31, 37-21. Uh, Tyrod 291 and 2. Uh, Mark Ingram 26 for 85. I think the big story for the Texans is Tyrod is known for throwing to his tight ends, and Brandon Cooks comes out and goes for 5 and 132. I mean, I mean, they just found a way to do it. This Jacksonville Jaguars defense is terrible. Um, and then the phenom Trevor Lawrence comes out and uh, throws three picks. I think that's a... Interesting story in itself going against this Texans defense who's got a lot of vets, but they aren't really that good. And he's three interceptions is not Trevor Lawrence like. Um, his and first then, regular season loss yeah. ever in, in his whole lifetime. <laughs> yeah, there's no records of him playing in like fifth grade if you like. <laughs> Still, yeah, his first loss ever. Uh, DJ Chark three for eighty six was the leading yards uh, receiver, which kind of interesting to me a little bit. Yeah. Marvin Jones, 5 for 77 and a touchdown. LaVisca Chenault, 7 for 50. Besides that, running game looked bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Robinson Horrible. started getting scared. Yeah. Carlos Hyde, 9 for 44, was a leading rusher. So, um, for Urban Meyer wanting to be a running the ball type of coach, they did not do that against this horrible mm-hmm. Texas defense. So, Texas 37, Jaguars 21. That's about it. I, I thought there. I thought the Jaguars offense would look so much better Me too. than they, they did. Terrible. It was It was a little bit sad. Their coaching staff offensively is just failed Seahawks coaches and I can't say I'm like shocked <laughs> but I don't know I USC fired Clay Elton today so you know those rumors are going to be coming if they keep losing that uh, Urban will go to USC so you never know yeah it's it's just I, I did not expect to come away with this game being like Texans are competent Jaguars dumpster fire I mean they're I, both terrible yeah I don't know yeah, yeah. <laughs> well it's like it's and more it, I think we all kind of underrate Tyrod Taylor yeah. It's just weird yeah. to say that because he was the he was he beat out Justin Herbert in camp last he's, year. He's gonna get the job done. He's not gonna do anything spectacular, no. but he's gonna yeah. run the ball. He's gonna be able to get the get ball. Those guys is just. But isn't that crazy? If yeah. a doctor didn't punch puncture his <laughs> lung last year, yeah. he he would have started for probably five or six more weeks. Herbert doesn't go six on our dynasty draft. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, all right, I had the Browns Chiefs. 
Um, definitely the most hyped up game, the like biggest game of the week, I would say. It Patrick Mahomes just doesn't lose football games. It's like I've never maybe besides Tom Brady in playoff games, but there's never I've never been watching a sporting event with a team losing by two scores in the fourth quarter with ten minutes left and being I would have bet my house that the Chiefs would have won that game. <laughs> it's it's literally it's crazy that know. with ten minutes left in the game the Chiefs took the field and you're like they're gonna win and then one play seventy five yard touchdown I, the part of my take guys were like calling it the tu- they just call the touchdown play they're like should we okay all right it's like the Buffalo Wild Wings they're just like all right yep let's okay we're gonna run the touchdown play now just throw it to Tyreek Hill okay. and he scores and then. Yeah, I it's it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. This is, but honestly, this is the game that I thought would happen. The Chiefs. I thought the Chiefs would win, and the Browns are not far. They're not far off. I for anyone that's like, I heard some. I can't remember where I heard it. This this team. This guy was like, the Browns aren't gonna like. They're 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 not that good of a team or whatever. And I was like, the Browns are a, a playoff team, and they're probably gonna win a playoff game like they did last year. But, and if Baker is. A little bit better if he's clutch. Yeah, if he has yeah. to end the game, he's terrible. But then, then they're a really good team. I mean, this the, the if you come away with this game not thinking that the Browns are a good team, then you didn't watch this game well enough because the Browns are a good team. They should be in the playoffs last year. Yes, they were a prime spot to do. No, the the Browns. Yeah, they might not be clutch yet, but the Browns are a good team. They had they were dominating this game in the first half. Their offense yeah. dominated. Twenty two ten at one point. Or like, yeah, what it was. Or? And the Chiefs are the Chiefs. Yeah. Hot. Okay, you go. You go. Odell Beckham didn't play. Yes. I I think that's it. I think it's the same thing as last year. I bet if he comes in, I'm just saying. He'll be back next week. We'll find out. Yeah. Eight but, different receivers had a, had a reception. Yeah. I don't know. I don't Stats-wise, I don't think Jarvis Landry had a huge game, but he did look pretty good. He makes big plays, though. When yeah. they need him, he's there. He's All right, too. here's my hot take. Uh, I think the Browns are better on both sides of the football than the Ravens, and I think they're going to win that division. Than the Ravens? Yeah. I think with injuries, I, I'm... I don't think that's an overreaction. I don't think yeah. it is at all. and I know that's a week one. We just saw the Ravens <laughs> get beat by the Raiders. But I just, I, I, I think the Cleveland's more balanced on both sides Definitely. of the ball. I think Thank their you. defense all around is really balanced, and their offense can do it both ways. I really hope their defense looks at this game and they're like, I hope that they like kind of take it as a mission to be like, we're going to improve so that when we play this team again... Because their secondary is definitely a lot of new pieces, and they... Oh, yeah, one. Like, that... that I love John Johnson. I think he's a great safety, but man, he, that looked really bad against Tyreek Hill. That, that, and I don't... It was probably blown coverage or something, because you... There's no way a safety was one-on-one with Tyreek Hill on a go-route, but... I hope that the Browns defense locks it up, and I, Baker's got to play a little bit better. Um... That's the thing is like Mahomes gets the ball going down the field and you're like it's going like he's going to score and with Baker like when they got the ball I was like there's no way the Browns win this game so they had a chance but I agree with you I think it, the Brown that this division now is the Browns to lose yeah. for sure especially, especially after the Steelers offense the Steelers offense and the Ravens team yeah. <laughs> Steelers Browns is gonna be those are some those are gonna be some crazy it's games ten three yeah all <laughs> of the it's, it's gonna be Georgia Clemson it's gonna be yes. it's gonna be Two just dominant defenses battling out, and just let's see if the offense is going to do anything. I think the Browns' offense is way better than the Steelers' offense. Or which defense can score again? Yeah, uh, or yeah it'll, it'll be like what defense can get more touchdowns. I'm looking forward to all of these divisional games in the yeah. AFC North. Yeah. This it like 
the I think the Bengals are going to be feisty. Yeah, they can steal I, yeah, I think Steelers. they can make it interesting. They beat the Steelers at the end of the season, didn't they? Yeah, they it's were the first loss. Yeah, it's yeah. If the Ravens <laughs> lose to the Raiders, there's yeah, no way the Bengals are that much worse than the Raiders. Yeah, no. yeah. jeez. All right, next game, we got the Dolphins and the Patriots. And this was one of our four games that we highlighted as, like, our most excited, exciting games to watch. And, you know, you got Mac Jones against Tua. What's going to happen there? And, you know, I'll start with Mac Jones first. He looked super calm, super collected. Uh, just his ability to make the right read over and over again. There was no panic, really. Mm-hmm. And you look at this game, and you look at 17-16, uh, what maybe gets lost in the shuffle is the fact that Mac Jones did everything to win this game at the end. Yeah, He had the classic drive down the field, put yourself in field goal range with you know a minute to go, and their best offensive piece, Damian Harris, fumbles the game away. Uh, 23 for 100 yards, fumbles the game away on, what, the 20-yard line? Uh, Patriots don't look bad. They don't look bad at all. I think their defense uh, will keep them in a lot of games. Uh, the weapons down the field, Janu is like a Swiss Army knife for them, is doing kind of everything that mm-hmm. they need him to do. Uh, if they can run the ball well, James White is still an option out of the backfield to throw to. He got like four or five catches, and... They kind of find a way to make that work, and with Mac Jones being able to kind of facilitate, and uh, if they can block for him, he's going to make the right reads. And with Josh McDaniels, and that's kind of what we saw. They put everything on their disposal to win this game, and it just didn't quite happen. With the Dolphins, really quick, uh, what we're looking for with Tua, at moments, looked fine. Moments made the right reads, made the right plays. He had a few plays where like. That was a really nice play. And that's holding, 10 yards, come back. <laughs> and he just had a few of those Tua moments where it was just like, Tua, what are you doing? Like the pick he threw where he's – they have him dead to rights. I think it was second or third down. Uh, they're on their own side of the field. And Tua just decides to huck it 30 yards down the field, you know, overthrows a guy by 10 feet, gets picked. And you're like, okay, Tua, what are, what are we doing here? And Jacoby Brissett, I believe – had a little couple snaps, but then he doesn't have any passing yards. He didn't actually throw the ball at all, but they're still doing that little, you know, relief pitcher thing. He but, took a delay game. Yeah, 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 and they brought Tua back in. They're just, the Dolphins are an interesting team. They weren't really able to run the ball very well. Miles Gaston, 9 for 49, but as a team, they're 23 for 74. They're just kind of, they're a gritty team, but I like the Patriots long-term because I think they're going to be more consistent. Yes, but right. I can see the Dolphins with their defense. If they can still create turnovers like at the insane rate that they are, they're going to be in a lot of games yeah, because they, of that. Yeah, two more. Two yeah, more. it's ridiculous. And Xavier Howard's there for one of them. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. Can, yeah. Can, we, can we talk about how ideal this Mac Jones like draft profile is? I mean, like yeah. talking about him, he's just he's the most pro ready. He's not going to do anything over the top, but he's going to get the job done. That's really what it was like. Yeah. Spot he's just on. getting the yeah. job done. It's, it's um, that, that fumble was tough to watch. Next time these two teams play each other is week 18. Oh, I think wow. that's I think that's like you can already kind of circle that game and be like these yeah. two teams are probably going to have the play same record yeah. and whoever wins that game is going to be the same be the, yeah, be the wild card if assuming Buffalo assuming figures it, it out together, but yeah. 
Yeah, I just thought that, that's funny that they play week one and week eighteen. That's they're gonna be crazy. Yeah, they're gonna be completely different teams. One they're gonna 18. be completely different teams by then. You really have to throw that film out. Like, oh, 100%. it's gonna be completely <laughs> yeah. different. Yeah, no. that's crazy. Wow. All right, I think we go to Broncos Giants. We save Packers Saints for the last because I feel like there's a lot of different things we can talk about in that game. Okay. Broncos Giants. There's probably not gonna be a. Ton. Yeah, this is a Broncos Giants ugly game. Um... Saquon came back, got limited snaps. Uh, I think he only had 10 carries. I don't even have the stat line up right now. But, um, I don't know, it's just an ugly game. But I'll tell you what, Teddy Bridgewater came out and did what he had to do. Um, looked very efficient. Looked like what they've been missing in the past is a guy that can get the ball downfield but be careful with the football. Um, I think the biggest storyline from this, and Melvin Gordon's 11 carries for 101 yards is a misleading stat line had one big touchdown yeah. run but mm. it's the Jerry Judy news it's just so tough yeah. mm. watching a second year wide receiver come out light it up he was 6 for 72 before he got hurt and then gets rolled up on the ankle and everybody in the world thought it was broken turns out it's just a high ankle sprain but he's still going to be out for a while but just tough news for this offense because he is such a big part of it well it's just so similar to Cortland Sutton I yeah. just I didn't even think about that until you just said that yeah. like he had the same thing everyone was like he looked great towards ACL yeah but yeah, Cortland Sutton's gonna be a feature wideout now, and here comes Tim Patrick. Somehow gets his name in there every year. But tough news for that. But um, yeah, Broncos look good. Giants, it's what oh we expected. I mean, leading rusher Daniel Jones, six for twenty-seven and a touchdown. Oh my gosh! Um, what was Saquon's stat line? He had ten rushes for twenty-six. Like, twenty-six. Yeah, he he was on limited snaps. Um, Sterling Shepard though, seven receptions, one hundred and thirteen and a touchdown. We saw him cook certain a couple of times. Um, Kenny Gallaudet only four receptions, so it's yeah. going to be interesting to watch that little dynamic. But, uh, yeah, this Giants offense is just it's all over the place. So Yeah. I, I just sell every Daniel Jones stock. Not even in our little game, but just it, he yeah, just looked He ain't horrible. it. He ain't it. Yeah. I mean, it. how you go through that draft and you don't take <laughs> Justin Fields or Mac Jones or any. Yeah, I mean, they had so many options. Or go out and get and, Bridgewater, and Donald. They, they double down and say, We want to see that Daniel Jones for another year. Well, you're getting them. Yep. And, you know. You, you, <laughs> you can have them. Yeah. Okay. And it's like, for? You better hope that if you're going to suck, you better. <laughs> I, I was about to say. <laughs> you better be bad. <laughs> Who did they think on, Why am I blanking on this? I, I don't even remember. Tony. Darius Tony. He's terrible. Yeah. It's oh, bad. What was his stat line? Crap. Let me Are they the worst team in that? They're the worst team in that division. I don't even. It's not Yeah, close. I'm way higher than the Eagles. I don't even I care. I'm going to say that yeah. twice. Yeah, the Eagles are way more consistent. Darius Tony. Two for negative two. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's our first round draft pick. Brutal. Tony looked good. I was happy for him. He oh. did exactly what they wanted him to do. Mm-hmm. This is exactly why they got him. One bright spot. They got tight end productivity. Uh, Kyle Rudolph, two for six. So, <laughs> Evan Ingram, don't hurt yourself back, buddy. <laughs> um, let's do Bears-Rams really quickly all together. I thought Stafford looked great and the Bears looked bad. <sighs> I don't know what else. Like Rams offense is so good. It's a little scary being in that NFC West. So it is actually a very scary place to be. It's it, You know what was scary for me is when Stafford scored the touchdown, he's walking off the sideline and McVay looks like a little kid in Toys R Us. And he's just like, that's what I've been missing. Is a guy that can go do what I'm thinking on the field. And he did twice it, too. He just yeah. he hugged Stafford like it's a kid he never like he's never had. It's just <laughs> I watching that and I was like, ah crap, we're yeah. in for one this year, yeah. and we're in for one for the next couple of years. They probably. are electric. Oh, yeah. They are so electric. Against a every, really yeah. good defense. Yeah, I mean, it's scary. The story of him and Cooper Cup that come in two hours early and he's just dumping it to Cooper every play, and I'm just like, oh my goodness, this is scary. It's hard to watch. Mm. What are you saying? I mean, you just. 
you that seventy yard bomb, and then you show the defense. You got Ramsey jumping up now. You got Donald, and it's just like it's scary. It's so <laughs> yeah. scary. In that new in that stadium, new stadium oh, and the fan dude. base is there, and it, there. I don't know. I I feel decent about my Super Bowl pick. I honestly, I one week, I, they they're good. scary. They and the Bears are a good team. Like yeah. yeah, they looked like dog shit, but they were a playoff team last year. This yeah. defense is a top. Probably five defensive in football. How much longer does Dalton have? Yeah, no. This we, offensive line, you cannot have a stationary quarterback. You just can't. No, no. It's it's, it's really out. sad too to like that he didn't put Fields in some like there's a, there's a fourth and four that he kept Fields on the sideline. Yeah, the like, one one rushing touchdown. Yeah, he gets, yeah. scores a touchdown. Like, all right, that's enough. Yeah, it was you weren't supposed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't supposed to. Do what that. what was what's the um? I know we've probably done this like three times on the podcast, but the Bears' schedule because I remember it's weird. It was get past the Rams and put Fields in is what the, is that? Is what we oh yeah, it's Bengals, Bengals, Browns, Lions, SMU. Lions, and then Raiders. I, yeah, I okay, think I like that. I, I would like it. I would like them to. I like them to start Fields this week. Me too. Let them yeah. get a game in, then face that Browns, and then get to should be. Or at least if things go haywire, bring them in and let them play. Yes, yeah. please. Ridiculous. Yeah. Please. Yeah. All right. I think we should just all do this last game as well, because the Packers and Saints. <laughs> This was to me uh, the most surprising result of the weekend. Thirty-eight to three win for the Saints over the Packers. Um, <laughs> in, not in my wildest dreams would I have thought this was the score of this game. My I, I, my initial reaction is we're way too low on the Saints because the Saints defense looked like they are going to be just as good as they usually are, and then I mean. I, there's just so many different directions we can go with this game. Where do you guys want to start? I don't. I don't even know what to do. I'm all in on the conspiracy theories. Rodgers came back to sabotage the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I I'm gonna chalk this one up and throw it out the door. Uh, I I'm looking at this game kind of like how the Saints came out and killed the Bucks on one week, and then how the Packers came out and got killed by the Bucks one week. It's just it's a bad week. It happens. The NFL Saints are still a good team. I think I think Jack is right. I think we were definitely down the Saints. Um, but in no way do I ever think that the Packers are going to be terrible. Like it's just, yeah. I think they're going to bounce back. I think they're going to be fine. For the Saints, though, it's going to be interesting. Um, with the lack of weapons, they found a way to throw five touchdown passes with Jameis. Alan Kamara was running that offense, doing his thing. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be really interesting to see where they stack up with the Bucks when they play them. Um, but I could definitely see both these teams changing complete direction after the game. Yeah, no, that's a good point. The, the, the weapons still scare me for the Saints side. It's like... I mean, I'm looking at their leading receiver. It's like, what's this guy's name? Is it Dante Harris? Deontay Harris? Deontay Harris. Deontay Harris. I mean, Jawan Johnson and Adam Troutman. Callaway had one catch. Chris <laughs> Hogan had a touchdown. Last year, Deontay Harris was just a special teams guy. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Kamara. is their leader. Yeah. <laughs> Besides Kamara. Kamara had three catches for eight yards. Like, he wasn't even a factor. And neither was um, Callaway. The guys, it was supposed to be Kamara and Callaway. That's just that's still what scares me. The fact that Jameis also only threw twenty passes was in for he had fourteen, <laughs> 14 completions, yeah. fourteen completions, and five of them are touchdowns. That's what's crazy is when I watching like red zone, seeing all these touchdowns. I was like, okay, he must have been slinging it. And yeah, he had a hundred, he had almost one hundred and fifty yards passing. But as a team, the Saints had one hundred and seventy one rushing yards. Yeah! Wow! Like, that is, yeah, that's pretty impressive. Jameis had a couple of those little scrambles. Is that LASIK eye surgery, man? Right. Well, so I thought this was a... Go, yeah, go ahead, Matthew. I mean, you can go ahead and I'll... I just... It was a... Somebody pointed this out. I think it was Rosillo, I, so I want to give him credit to this, because I thought it was a really 
good take was that Sean Payton took Jameis out in really random spots and put Hill in. And that's what this whole thing, this whole Jameis experience, experiment has been about. Can he, because when he, if he, if you take away that, those 30 interceptions, mm. he has one of the best statistical seasons ever. Take away the third one. But, but <laughs> it's like, what if he goes from 30 interceptions to 15 interceptions? Then he's all of a sudden he's an elite quarterback. Like with the numbers that he put up in Tampa Bay, I'm talking about. I mean, he was the lead, NFL's leading passer. So it's like Sean Payton is just taking. He's like, he's not waiting for the the weird Jameis play. He's just like taking him out at random spots and being like, let's mix up Taysom Hill, Taysom in, do a little weird run player, maybe let Taysom throw, and then put Jameis back in. And it's like, I don't know. I, I was like, is Sean Payton like low key a genius with that? He's just like. <laughs> Taking, he's just trying to eliminate the mistakes from Jameis because you see if he does, I mean, Jameis had five touchdowns. That's incredible. I, th- I think it accounts to two is it's not Bruce Arians' offense he's running anymore. It's mm-hmm. not Jameis go throw the ball 50 mm-hmm. times and get us right. get us a win. It's like, it's very, it's, the offense is very organized. They know what they're doing. And you're right, stay, get, keep Jameis out of those third and longs or second and longs and get another run play and they'll get it closer. And that's what they did. They got the mm-hmm. job done. So. Yeah. I will say that, and Michael Thomas is an interesting component of this, but yes. I am looking at the stat line a little bit concerned about their matchup against the Bucks, especially their secondary, despite the injury with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Deontay Harris, Jawan Johnson, Adam Troutman. I right. just don't love, I don't love those odds against no. the Bucks defense, but... And then the, and yeah. then they match up really well with Kamara. Like, they have two right. insane linebackers that can guard... Kamara. Yeah, so it's it's interesting, but I I do think that they're just a really smart coaching staff over there, and that was kind of why I was a little bit higher on the Saints to begin the year. It's just it's hard for me to believe that Sean a Sean Payton led team yeah won't be right there in contention, and I that's how I that was kind of the difference between them and the Vikings. I don't believe in the Vikings coaching staff that they're Same. automatically going to be like this playoff team. Even though they, you know, arguably might be more talented last year, at least they were. Yeah. No, actually, I take that back. I totally <laughs> take that back. The Saints were better last year than I give them credit for. Yeah, I. This was. Yeah. Such what a, a weird game. So Michael Thomas, you bring it up. Mm-hmm. I just find it very interesting because there was a report that him and Sean Payton met and they made up whatever bullcrap. <laughs> but he is on the PUP list, so yeah. he's not eligible to come back to Week Eight. So. They're going to have to survive with those right. guys until week yeah. eight, and then that's saying he comes back, which that's mm-hmm. not guaranteed either. So, yeah, And I'm, is he what he was? Yeah, that's yeah. Just saying, <laughs> He has to come back after those eight weeks, and he has to like be Michael fit Thomas. in, yeah. be a Michael Thomas. He 153 receptor Michael Thomas. Is, I think it's out no. of the picture. Oh, it's gone. It's, out of it's long gone. So this, I, I just think I think we could probably be looking at this next week, like same same time next week. We just fast forward a week in time. And the Packers are one and one after destroying the Lions on Monday Night Football, <laughs> and the Saints. I, I just looked; they play the Panthers, so it's probably another easy win for the, or it's probably a win for the Saints. Um, I mean, what if we look at what if they're both one and one at this point, and we have two? I would not be shocked. Yeah. yeah, like we have two completely different outlooks on these teams. I don't know. That's just why this NFL, the NFL is just so weird. Um, it's week because one. yeah, it's week one, and that's this is we're basing everything on. What we saw just this week. Yeah, and everything went right for the Saints. Mm-hmm. I just, I it's hard for me to believe on the road against the Panthers, 
who kind of, I mean, they won the game against the Jets, but didn't really play very well. I think it's to be a lot closer of a game. Well, it's almost like you need to be there for OTAs and preseason and everything. Jail. I Yeah, I, that's the one, like, I don't, the Rodgers, like, throwing the season is not, but. No, I'm not entertaining. No, no, I'm not, and I know you're not, but. There is definitely something to not. He made this offseason all about himself. And I I think it's, I really think it's going to be a problem this season. I don't think they're going to be obviously this bad. I think they'll probably still make the playoffs. They're, this division is awful. So they'll probably still make the playoffs. But, I mean, I don't think he's going to have an MVP season again. No, I mean, and no Bakhtiari too. I think that's... Right. Yeah, they got to run the ball. Too. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they have to run the ball. They did not run the ball. Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon did not run the ball. Saints are top three and run defense every yeah. year. So hopefully that can improve. But well. it's going to be the the <laughs> week three Sunday night. We have two great Sunday night football games coming up. We have the the um, Chiefs Ravens next Sunday night, and then the Niners Packers the Sunday night after that. I mean, those are. What? It's our home opener, too. Oh, that, those are going to be two great, great games back-to-back. I'm really looking forward to both those games. And then Buccaneers-Patriots. Wait, Bucks-Patriots? Yeah, oh, my And then Bills-Chiefs. Oh, oh, my God. And Seahawks-Steelers. Oh. And then Colts-Niners. <laughs> Could be okay. 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 And then so, we kind of so, have so. Cowboys-Viking. Oh, oh, my gosh. Wow. Bucks-Patriots is after that. That's probably the Brady best. Brady and Foxborough's first yeah. game. Yeah. That's going to oh. be fun. That's probably the best three weeks of primetime games you're going to get. And then Bills, Chiefs after that. I have and, and then Steelers, Seahawks. Yeah. That's another one. Uh, in one. Pittsburgh. That's awesome. Brady and Fox, bro. What's the over-under for how many touchdowns he gets? Oh, he's That's the, it, that, that, will, that might be the most watched regular season oh, game of NFL history. If I could just be a bug in the room oh, Belichick man. talking about that defense. Oh, <laughs> and just what in the world That's do you try to focus on? Because he always... Tries to do something. He tries to shut down whatever their best thing is. What do you pick for the Buccaneers? Oh my gosh. Could you imagine if they just shut them out? Like, not the Bucs get <laughs> shut out and Bill Belichick's like, I told you! No, I You're, told you! You have no. to retire after that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, I, I would not be surprised if that's the most watched game. In it's going to be unreal. That's the most regular season game. Yeah. I'm counting down the days now. I'm going to set a timer. Especially if... Yeah, oh my gosh, that's going to be... I just can't believe we just found that out. Like, how Mac, they were Mac Jones versus that defense... They already Definitely. they already advertised yeah. it. Like there was when we were watching football, they said something like right. Foxborough. Oh, they're they're gonna market the crap. Oh yeah. Well, oh, then yeah. yeah, just the fact that there's two good games after that and two good games before that on Sunday Night Football. <sighs> Alan, Chris have two of the best jobs. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, picks really quickly. I was four and two. Eli was also four and two. Matthew three and three. Brandon led the way with five and one. We'll keep you guys updated on those. I'm gonna think it right. I know Brandon almost went perfect. I'm gonna keep some sort of. I'll I'll make. I'm gonna make some sort of graphic that I can post weekly and update. We're also gonna keep it on the whiteboard. We haven't done that yet. I was lazy. My bad. Fantasy, we were rough. We still looking at stumps. Yeah, fantasy, we were rough. Uh, Eli and Matthew were both one for one, or one and one in their duds. Uh, me and Brandon were over two. It was a rough week for week us. One. Week one. It was week one. Yeah. Stuff week. Listen to this. Do we have breaking news? Not breaking news, <laughs> but it. it's no, but it's a. Gnarly stat. So Adam Schefter tweeted: Up until Monday night's overtime loss to the Raiders, the Ravens had won 98 straight games dating back to 04 when they had a 14 plus point lead. <laughs> wow, that's wow. unreal. Go Raiders! They blew a 14. Ooh, that's 14 nothing at one point. Yeah. That's like this is the team that you just are like, oh, 14 point lead. Yeah, it's over. Run the ball, death. That, yeah. And that stat. Backs it up, but it's like, yeah, they... 98 games in a row. Lamar coughing the ball out, man. That's bad, yeah. Two of them. Yeah. 98 games in a row. And they just... 
Yeah, they they did not look like I mean, the same. Ravens. Niners almost just gave up a forty-one to seventeen with two minutes left in the game. <laughs> in ninety-eight games in a row. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Fourteen. That's two scores. That's, I'm Patrick Mahomes. I'll race that in minute thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Um. I mean, man, that's week one. I I had some other stuff on the dock, but did I we, think we talked about almost everything. We did the pot after the Thursday game, right? No, we did before. Before. Right. Oh, that's right. Should we talk about Bucks Cowboys just a well, little bit? I thought about it when you talked about Burrow not feeling. Like Henry Bice injury at all, and oh yeah, Dak looked incredible. Dak, Dak was looking scared every time he had to move. No, yeah, but he, he looked, looked incredible. Yeah, he played amazing, the ball, but it's shredding them apart. It's also that D line for the Buccaneers is like that's I think the mobile kind of part. I think I also think he might have just been pressured all game. Like, yeah. I don't know if it was a ton. Just more impressive on Dak. <laughs> yeah, no, he looked line. incredible. Um, Zeke looked good. I don't even look at the stat line, people. Be confident if you have him fantasy. The dude looked lean. He looked fast. He just, that Bucks D line is incredible. Yeah, no one's going to be able to run. I mean, no one did last year either. It was like, yeah. Yeah, Cowboys D line made some plays. I mean, they oh, yeah. shut down. Cowboys defense was yeah. much more confident yeah. than I thought, for sure. And Amari Cooper might be the steal fantasy draft. I think he, yeah. I Even if he's not the number, even if C.D. Lamb is still the number one receiver, he was drafted. Oh, they're both going to a thousand yards. Yeah, yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. No. The fact that he's probably drafted like two rounds ahead of Amari in some fantasy drafts is crazy. Even Michael Gallup, I think he went out with an injury, right? But he yeah. just hit four catches in the first quarter. But he had, he had some impressive yeah. catches, yeah. though. Like, he's my the guy on my dynasty team that I'm like... If I'm Amari like, moves on? Yeah, I'm, or even if he moves on and goes That's somewhere true else, like, true. I'm like oddly high on Gallup, even though he's hurt yeah. now, which sucks. But I don't think he's at that long, though, is no. I can't imagine they pay Amari and CD. No, so no, they gotta no pay one. one. Um. All right, we'll be back on Wednesday night to do. That's only in two nights. Wow, it's crazy. It's kind of. I actually like this schedule. Ten plus. Going from yeah. like recapping games on Mondays, and then just not having to worry about a pod all weekend. Um. Because Wednesday nights, I mean, I mean, we all have stuff Wednesday night, but it's kind of nice to just preview the week. Um. What are you? What are we passing around? Oh, doesn't that bring back smell? <laughs> Capri Sun. That brings back childhood. Right? But why I is mean, it ripped open? Oh, uh, that's Kool Aid frozen. Capri Sun. It's frozen. Oh, oh, that's very slushy. good. That that smells like childhood. Yeah, that's very good. The the Thursday night game is Giants that's football team. I, I already want to talk about. It. I, I don't <laughs> think I'll watch. <laughs> I'll watch. I don't have any fancy players. I, I, I got Saquon stock. I have McLaurin as well, but I still don't think I'll watch. I don't want to watch. Thomas. I might like take a shift at work on purpose and be like, <laughs> <laughs> just to make sure you don't get one Sunday or Monday. Yeah, true. Um, anything else to talk about? Mike Evans. Oh Not, yeah. I, I mean, he's the he's probably the one still, but like fantasy wise, he might be the three. He, like Antonio Brown looked good. Gronk gets work. Godwin's gonna be pretty consistent, and Evans is the. Touchdown defender. He does this, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, he's gonna he's gonna be like Calvin Ridley in past years, where it's mm-hmm. just he yeah. puts up big numbers and then some games he's just gone. Yeah. But I, I, I think defenses yeah. treat him as a wide receiver one, and I think right. that's the problem. I think they yeah. treat Antonio Brown as a three, and Brown's just yeah, one on one. Just, not only is, yeah. does that lower Evans, but I think that rate elevates the oh, rest yeah. of them because they got three great receivers, and when they you know hone down on Evans, it, yeah, Gronk's gonna get eight catches for ninety yards. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, it's like who I don't know who one of you said it, but the Patriots defense. Uh, you're right. Bill Belichick tries to take away one thing. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Like, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Pick one. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. I feel like a lot of teams. I think Evans is the most talented. I think he's the best of them. Just uh, Knight's not gonna I think, be. Yeah, I think yeah. he's probably talent wise for sure. He's like he's one. talented. Like I, a lot of people are like top ten, maybe even top five receivers Six, in the four. league. Yeah, yeah. He's like just. just a, but you're right. Like yeah. teams are just gonna shut him down, and Brady is. The king of oh, just like, oh, you want to double? Brown. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Gronk. Um, Antonio Brown's like top two wide receiver of our lifetime. I mean, yeah. all time, probably top 10 stats wise. Yeah, and he, did, he didn't have an injury. He's, yeah, he just I love off field stuff. Yeah, and then he comes back and he looks like he's he 33 years old. He though. looks That's so close to how he looks. Yeah. I'm really, um, I'm really interested for our power rankings. This week, because we are going to have to make a lot of moves in our... Rams lost. Packers were number Browns three lost. in our power rankings. Bills were number five in our power Bills, rankings. Oh my God, mm-hmm. four or five teams lost in the top ten. Yeah. Baltimore and six. Yeah, Rams, Seahawks got to go up. I, I, wanna, I think we should each make our own top ten, and then we come together before Wednesday okay. and talk about it as a as a podcast behind the scenes. Be smart. Don't overreact. But also, I feel bad if... I don't think you can... Oh man, this is. Are we gonna? The Browns will be in my top ten. I'll they will be in my oh, yeah, two. Oh, yeah. Yes, I was more talking like Steelers Bills. I I don't feel comfortable putting the Bills above the Steelers because uh, they literally that's just wrong. played. I think that's wrong. You think the Bills? Should no, be I think it's wrong to put the Bills. Above the oh, okay, Steelers. yeah. I was like, no, I don't think you're. Right. I was like, I Brandon, that, I feel like we've had this conversation no, no, before. No, no, you I usually think, agree with me. I think this. the action of putting the Bills ahead of the Steelers is wrong. It's wrong. They, I mean, yeah, they literally just played. If you if you have a problem with us, fight me. Did you what? It's simple math. What logic do you math? have? There's no <laughs> logic, logic to put them above. Well, the Bills are the better team. Oh, they might be. No, they are not. They might As be later on. Yes. Now they are not. Right now, next week not. maybe we'll flip it. I'm probably moving the Chiefs now. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what That's right. we have, I don't know. The one and two is gonna be tough for me at least. Would you guys put <laughs> yeah. Dallas in there? No. Top ten. Oh, I need to really. I got really like top these, ten. Yeah, yeah. Bucks are one. They fucking took them to the wire, man. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I need. That's, yeah, not, I need just, that's just the tough conversations you gotta have with yourself. But yeah. I just wanted to bring it. <laughs> You're right. Huh? Stop, man. Stop. And the Cardinals, I, man. But Rams will probably. Cardinals, I, man. I cannot blame Rams. Rams will probably be three. The whole NFC West might be in our top ten. I mean, and the Steelers and the Saints are gonna have to be in there too. Yeah. That's the Steelers and the Saints are gonna have to be at least close to our top ten. Yeah. They have to, they beat the Packers in the in the Bills in the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I Eli <laughs> Eli's just Eli's just like this the that loss but never the Steelers happened. they're they're no their defense was insane but their offense no you're right happy. but like you they cannot put the Bills ahead of them the but they held your Joshy no I know you can't put the points. you can't put Josh, the Bills ahead of them Josh Smith no I'm not saying that but, <laughs> but I want <laughs> but the Steelers aren't like a lock in my top ten. No, probably not. They're probably for not me even either. in my yeah. That's fair. Would you have that's the same tie in the Steelers? Yes. Probably. Yeah. I think that's a tough one. I think that's a tough one. It's tough. If they play, they play they, I feel like I'm taking the Steelers. If it, they're both in there, the Niners have to be knocked out. Then. Like the criteria or everything of like what teams do I believe I in the most versus which teams are deserving to be ranked the highest based yeah. on how they've played. Like, there's a little like. It's week one. It's week one. It's tough. This is a conversation you've got to have yourself. Yeah. Yeah, like I'll eat stuff. We're gonna have a very heated debate. We might just, we should, maybe we should save it for the pod. Oh yeah, that's fine. And we should yeah. all come in here with our top tens. I don't think it'll be very heated. I just think it's gonna be tough. 
Yeah, yeah you're right. Not, n- no, you can't have a heated debate after week one, but I think it's... God damn it, the Titans <laughs> win! <laughs> <laughs> okay, hear me out. The Titans are 10. Really lost 48 to 3. Eli, nobody cares about the Bills. Eli's got Bills at 3. Yeah, Eli's well, Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay, so I think the Steelers are probably the best team in football right now. And if that's the case, then Bills are I have Steelers at 1, I have Bills at 2. Fight me if you want to. No, Eli goes, okay, Bills are 1. Steals are two. Here's my argument. <laughs> Why are we honing more on the Jacks? Why are the Titans in the top ten every single week? <laughs> that was last year's Jacks. <laughs> yeah, and then they got Julio. They, 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 didn't, they, they didn't even give him a week to do that. They're just like week one. No, I'm just gonna throw it out. No, I, I will never have the Titans. The Titans will never be in my top ten. Mark my words. For me, the Panthers will be in my top ten. Yes, okay, I got a lot of Panthers stock there. Be top ten. They won. What do you want me to say? Yeah. So the Bengals. <laughs> Bengals will be in my top ten. The Bengals and the Raiders won. Solely because we had the Raiders last year. Yeah, we had the Raiders yeah. last year. I think like multiple times we did. And rightfully, rightfully so. Rightfully so, they beat the Chiefs. Man, they were remember, only team to do it at full strength. I remember uh, I remember doing that power rankings. We were sitting in the <laughs> upstairs room, and we were like, where do we put the Chiefs and the Raiders? It was like week seven or something. Only team to beat them at full strength. Week 17 does not count. They sat all their starters. Yeah. Raiders were the only team last year to beat them in full strength. Tell the Bucks. In regular season, yes, but yeah, tell the Bucks. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Sometimes you just have kryptonite. And for us, like for the Rams, it's the Niners for some reason. It's the weirdest thing. But yeah, that's, I got to The Rams are our kryptonite. Yeah. All right. Rock the house. Rock the house. Rock the house. Oh.